Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, break open our hearts to your word and your word to our hearts. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, so that the mountains would quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil. Advent, what have we done with Advent? I don't know if you remember when you were young what Advent calendars were like. Maybe it was before Advent calendars were invented. I don't know when they were. But I remember when I was growing up, an Advent calendar was just a card. And you would have the excitement of opening each little window. And inside the window would be a picture, a little scene of the nativity. And if you were really lucky, there'd be a bit of glitter on it as well. I used to love those little advent calendars. There was, of course, a picture on the front of it. But the discipline of waiting and not opening all of them at the same time, when you opened it, there was this little picture. And for me, it was like a window into another world. Maybe a picture of an angel visiting Mary. Maybe it was the shepherds on the hilltop. Maybe it was the magi. Maybe it was some animals in a stable. Maybe it was a star. All of them were just magical little windows that for a young child sparked the imagination. Like all things of mystery, though, once commerce gets hold of them, that seems to vanish, doesn't it? Now advent calendars come in boxes and the excitement is reduced to what's the shape of my next chocolate? What is going on? What is advent? Well, we pray every time we say the Lord's Prayer, don't we? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. What? Thy kingdom come. That's a terrible prayer, really, when you think about it. Thy kingdom come. What would happen if God's kingdom was to come? What would it be like? Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down. You see, to stand before the living God is a terrifying thing. To be confronted by raw love. A blazing fire of burning beauty before which you are utterly exposed. No wonder, Isaiah says, we have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. When we pray for God to come, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, that is the Advent prayer. That's what we're doing here. 
We've no idea when Jesus was actually born, what time of year. We celebrate his birth at or close to the winter solstice, the darkest part of the year. And that's done quite deliberately. For generations before Christianity, the winter solstice was celebrated. Because it's, of course, the turning of the year. It's when the days stop growing shorter and start becoming lighter. And that is exactly what Advent is about. Which is why Christmas was placed at that time of the year. It was already a celebration, already an understanding that light overcomes darkness. And now it finds its fulfilment in the child born in the stable. And so we have it celebrated now at the darkest time of the year. Advent, when the world is in darkness. And Christ was born in what I guess we would have to now call the unholy land. A land of utter despair, of cruelty and wickedness, done in the name of I've no idea what, where human beings slaughter each other. But what goes on there goes on all over the world in different ways. We don't necessarily have to use bombs to kill each other. We can do it much more subtly with money, with possessions, with power. Our darkness isn't just the obvious darkness. It's in each of us. And that's why when we pray this prayer, it's so terrifying, because each of us has that darkness in us. Do you remember, if you ever read it, the Narnia Chronicles, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe? Do you remember when the children enter into Narnia and the word starts circulating shortly after they've arrived that Aslan is on the move? And the world seems to shudder at that name. And the children have no idea who Aslan is. And they come to the beavers. And I can't remember whether it's Mr. Beaver or Mrs. Beaver who says to them, oh, it's Aslan. Well, who's Aslan? Oh, he's a lion. And the children are terrified. Is, is, he, is he tame? Oh, no. They say, he's not tame, but he is kind. God is not tame. When we stand before the Lord, we stand naked. But he is kind and just, full of love and beauty. 
and that will burn through us and burn away all the dross. So Advent is this time where we slow down and look at ourselves because as we pray, O Lord, come among us, we need to be prepared for him to come among us. And we don't know when that will be. Nobody knows the hour or the time when he will come. But keep awake, Jesus says. Keep awake. That's what being awake looks like. Being prepared. Looking at ourselves and rooting out that darkness. Allowing God's spirit of pure love to flow through us in all our actions and our attitudes, the way we think, the way we behave. And we do it each day. Traditionally, morning prayer, the breaking of the day, is the breaking of light into the darkness, is the coming of our Lord, is Advent itself. That's what morning prayer revolves around. And it's the moment we examine ourselves and say, Lord, help me to walk this day in your light. For your dawn, your sun has broken upon me. Brothers and sisters, you are the children of God. You are called to walk that light and to be the shining brightness of God's presence in a dark world. So we need to prepare each day to walk as children of the light. That's what St. Paul is talking about to his children in Corinth. You have been given the grace of God through his Holy Spirit. You are the bride of Jesus when he comes, God's son. So walk in it. I'm going to finish by reading a poem by my favourite writer. I say he's my favourite writer because I can't read anything that he's ever written without being deeply moved. It's Rome Williams, previous Archbishop of Canterbury. And this is called Advent Calendar. He will come like last leaf's fall. One night, when the November wind has flayed the trees to bone, and earth wakes, choking on the mould, the soft shrouds folding. He will come like frost, one morning, and the shrinking earth opens on mist to find itself arrested in the net of alien, sword-set beauty. He will come like dark. One evening, when the bursting red December sun draws up the sheet, 
and penny masks its eye to yield the star-snowed fields of sky. He will come, will come, will come like crying in the night, like blood, like breaking, as the earth writhes to toss him free. He will come like child. Amen.